Welcome everyone. Today we are going to feature a brand shifting from an airline into a super app. My name is China, and together with Andrea, this is Marketic APAC Top Story. AirAsia, one of the leading airlines in the region, has recently transformed itself into a super app, moving beyond its flagship airline service to now also provide food delivery and e-hailing. Last April, AirAsia Super App announced the entry of its e-hailing AirAsia ride to the three markets, namely the Philippines, Thailand, and Indonesia. And today, we are privileged to speak with AirAsia Ride's regional CEO to know more about the launch. We're very pleased to have Wing Chu Shan joining us today. Hi guys, I'm happy to be here in this session and look forward for our conversation today. First of all, congratulations on the upcoming expansion of Air Asia Ride. You only launched this about a year ago, and now you are bringing this to the three markets. So my first question is: the launch in Thailand, Indonesia, and the Philippines meant going against the competition that is led by Grab and Gojek in Indonesia. So how do you aim to set Air Asia Ride apart from the rest? We actually launched in Malaysia last year, and now we are in the plan of、uh, launching in Thailand very soon, and then、uh, followed by、uh, Indonesia and Philippines. Many people ask, like you know, how do you differentiate yourself from the existing player? In fact, our mission is a bit different. When the competitors started, like many years ago, there's clearly a gap in the market that people are basically complaining about traditional taxis, you know, the fares. Some of the taxi drivers do not follow the meter fare, and also maybe the cleanliness and the service provided. There was clearly a gap in the market that those early players can、uh, address. So that was a mission to basically to let anyone can hail taxi or a car from anywhere. But our mission be different. The reason why we started is because we see that there's a opportunity in the market where we see that the drivers' welfare are not really taken care of, and、uh, customers are being thrown with crazy prices during traffic jams. Our mission. Is to come in and introduce a more what we say a fairer ecosystem or platform, so that people can enjoy rides for the daily commute at a fairer price, and also driver get fair treatments and also better income. That's why that set our goal different for the industry. If you look at us, we treat drivers as our customers and also passengers also our customers. Our drivers we are talking about income. So how we differentiate ourselves is basically we collecting lower platform fees. Compared to others, compared to the existing leaders, and the most importantly is we stress on freedom of choice,、um, where we do not simply penalize our drivers for, for example, not taking the jobs, or they were not forced to actually take all the bookings given to them. In fact, we give them the freedom of choice to choose the job that suits them based on the fare, based on the direction, so they can actually enjoy a stress-free driving. So that is how we differentiate ourselves in drivers' perspective. On passenger sides, we are focusing on having a fair fare. Right. If you look at how other competitors work, is basically if there's not enough driver in a certain area during peak hours, then a multiplier will apply, and if a ten dollar trip might end up to be a thirty dollar trip, right, at a time, and we think it's really not fair to the customer because you shouldn't punish your customer when you don't have enough driver in the area, right? So why why does a customer have to be penalized and have to pay more when you don't have enough drivers, right? So we do not believe in that. What we really believe in is having a fair fare. That means A driver should be compensated for the extra hour in the jam or the extra distance they need to travel for extra petrol, you know, and their time. But 
you cannot simply just multiply the price because that's just not enough driver, right? Then you're back to square one, like five years ago when the taxis are doing that. For customer sites, we really stress on fair and uh, transparent pricing. Thank you for sharing with us that, Sean. You know, I love what you mentioned about how drivers need also to be taken care of and how AirAsia Ride is treating drivers just like your customers. Now, Sean, as mentioned earlier, these three markets, the Philippines, Thailand, and Indonesia are very unique and different. I want to know what are the distinct pain points of these markets in transportation and how do you aim to solve them? For example, in Thailand, let's say in Bangkok City, right? Or in Manila, I heard where you guys were was talking about the traffic condition there. The difference is we need to introduce more effective transportation mode during the traffic jam hour. For example, like two-wheelers. Two-wheelers is not offered in Malaysia yet, but very clearly in these cities like Manila and also Bangkok, right? And also Jakarta, definitely two-wheelers is, is a must-have. Because if, if you have been into, for example, like Jakarta City, you can see that a one or two kilometer stretch, which usually will take you around like five minutes, will end up to be 30 minutes or one hour, right? If you're on a car. The difference is in these cities, we really need to introduce two wheelers to meet the need of the customers, right? To go to the place in a short time rather than having in a car. As I mentioned just now, fair pricing is our policy. But in some of the cities, basically, the government has already regulated the, the price. So there is a base and ceiling price that we have to adapt to, then we can actually play within the range allowed by the regulator. This is another factor that will be affecting our service in these countries, our cities. I think these are the two things that we see how this market will play differently. Thank you for that, Sean. You know what? Two-wheelers is definitely the best option out there when you're in a hurry. Now, in relation to the previous question, in the Philippines specifically, your entry marks a ground-breaking process as you finally end the monopoly of Grab. What's your comment on this and how does this affect your operations in the market? Yeah, I think no one likes monopoly, right? By giving another choice to the customer, definitely will be very appealing to the market. Ending the monopoly actually requires customer to willing to try our service, right? And also stick with us. Now, one of the main area that we are looking at is because Asia is also a travel company, right? So in Philippines, mainly we will start off with the airport transfers, airport treats, work with local partners and also recruit our own drivers to handle because we have a lot of customers that is traveling and has booked flight with us. So basically we're going to give them end-to-end -end solution from door to door they can book from for example if you're traveling from Kuala Lumpur to Manila you can actually book right from your home to the airports and then when you land in the Philippines you can actually take from airports to your hotel right so basically that is one of the first focus that we will do then after that we will then expand to the cities when we have in drivers that has onboarded our platform then we will then open up to to the cities as well yeah Sean personally I think your entry to the Philippines is very good news for everyone in the market because it provides provides us with more options and this means more convenience for every Filipino. So now I want to ask you about this unique feature that you recently integrated into the e-hailing service which is the ladies only ride. So this gives female passengers the option to ride with lady drivers and also vice versa. So why did you launch such a unique feature and will this also be rolled out into three markets? Yeah, I think it all comes with the needs of the market, right? From driver's perspective, found that there are many women drivers who really want to earn an extra income and join the e-hailing platforms. But not having the comfort level that they need is like, am I going to share my car with another stranger? What if I'm not comfortable, right? So basically, a lot of them do not 
join the platform due to this reason. So from driver perspective, when we launched Lady Drivers, the idea is basically to give the lady drivers a comfort level that they're going to get only ladies customers. So of course, the male customers is also available for them, but they have an option to actually totally block those customers or they can actually take both once they are comfortable. So basically, we want to reduce the entry of barrier for the ladies drivers to come in because they can actually make a good living for, uh, by joining as a, as a ride-hailing drivers. So this will definitely lower the entry of barrier for them to join and to promote better safety. We, we also give like free dash cam to the lady drivers who join us, right? So they can uh, have all the things recorded uh, when they're driving. From customer's perspective, we also notice that you know, during late night, the lady customer feel more comfortable if they have a lady driver taking them. So basically, this is just added service that we offer to the customers, right? So they have a choice to book any ride, which means they don't mind any car, any type of car or any drivers. Or if they feel comfortable, they can just go for lady drivers. So we really hope that this will bring a difference to the female market, both for drivers and also the passengers. Yeah, I think as a woman myself, this is a really great feature, doubling the protection for our female riders who continue to have reservations when it comes to their safety. You know what, with that, I highly agree with you, Shaina. The ladies-only ride is such a great feature which benefits not only the female riders, but the female drivers as well. Yes, that's right. So obviously, we're very excited with all these new developments. But for my last question, Sean, what new features and services can we further expect from the AirAsia Super App? In terms of services, basically, if you notice that the way we actually group our drivers are actually by community, right? So you have seen the ladies drivers launch. So this is one of the community that we launched. So soon, you'll be expecting more communities or we call them like experiences that we can offer. For example, if you like a quiet ride, you can always go for quiet drivers community. If you like a friendly drivers, you can always choose a friendly driver community, even like pet rides. Basically, you will see more and more the community or the services being offered soon. In terms of features, I can tell you one of the very exciting features that we're launching soon is actually a bidding feature. So basically, based on your affordability and also based on the urgency of the customer at the time, you can then bid based on your affordability, how much you want to pay for the trip. So this is something that like a sneak preview for you. We'll be launching this very soon. So thank you so much, Sean. So many exciting things to look forward to. Both Andrea and I are actually based here in the Philippines. So we're definitely thrilled to see Air Asia Ride get up and running here. That's right. E-healing services have become such a fixture in our day-to-day -day, and we are so happy to have caught up with you not just on your lunch but also to discuss the present state of the industry. Again, thank you so much, Sean, for your time and for sharing with us this exciting lunch. Thank you very much, uh, guys. Uh, look forward to launching the Philippines uh, very soon uh, once we acquire our license. So there you have it, our top story. If you have an interesting story to share in the areas of marketing, tech, platforms, and SMEs, please email us at editorial at marketing-apac.com. Also, be part of our growing community and follow us on our social media channels. This has been China, and together with Andrea, we'll see you in the next episode.